Who's on the fly guy here? And I am with uh, Carson City Councilman uh, George Nash. We're inside the council chambers at the moment. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about marijuana. Uh, the council in Carson has banned it. Uh, George. Well, let's, let's clarify yeah. that. I, I, clarify I've brought a little bit. this yes. up several times. What I believe has been banned has been recreational. Recreational sales. Now, these right. stores that have been trying to, to open, right. you know, as long as they've got a business license and as long as they're selling medical, as far as I'm concerned, are, are perfectly set and legitimate legal. Right. Now, uh, when you say recreational, there's, there is a difference. Um, but you also said, you told me earlier, that you did vote to have marijuana legal here. Right. Right. So, and you see, you've said something about the law being different than what you originally right. thought. We voted right? on a referendum, and um, it said we were going to get um, tax money from the sale of marijuana, which the state kept. And I, through the process we were voting on, we were going to get um, broader medical dispensaries. Right. Which the state then went and condensed down. Right. So that people would actually go to the. Right. Recreational stores. Right. So that the taxes would come to them. Right. Because medical marijuana is, is tax-free, right? Is that? <laughs> I think so. You know, the, the states, like I said, they've been fighting with different medical things and, and, and marijuana right. laws all through this past um, right. year and everything. So I don't know what they're doing. They, I think they just passed 1550, which says medical dispensaries are allowed. Right. And that would be like the 24th this month. Right. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. It right. really is. You, well, that, you can't understand what the state is doing. Right. And people are coming to us, you know, demanding us to do stuff. Right. So these stores in town, uh, Counter for Life and Greenfield, could they um, sell medical marijuana after the 24th? Would that be possible? I believe they can. I, okay. I believe that's the law. Well, that, no, that's an interesting dynamic. Uh, also, now you said, are you, are you against recreational sales here in I'm town? I'm against recreational, yes. Okay. Can you explain your, your reasoning behind that? Um, it's, it's a drug. Right. You, you're not selling Prozac, Lyrica, and Oxycontins to everybody out on the street. Right. You're, you're selling them to the people who need it medically. Right. And to me, marijuana is the same thing. It has got broad medical uses. Okay. And it's just, it's one of those types of drugs. Right. Now, Clarkson voted narrowly, I believe, that they were in favor of sales here in town. Yes, they did. Right? It seems to me, and I may be wrong, most of the people that show up at your meetings are for you folks lifting the ban on recreational sales. But they've always cited medical reasons. Right. So why do we need to lift a ban on recreational to allow medical right. that's legal right now? Right. Now, you hear a lot from your constituents uh, just in the nature of your job. Your head cook over Wassums have been for quite some time. You're well known in this community. Uh, what do you hear from folks around town? Most of the people that come in to talk to me about it are, are um, pro for the ban. You know, they don't want the recreational right. and stuff like that. I do get a few people then asking me about it and if we're going to change it and all that. And I do believe that with the election coming up, right. it will probably change. And, and we'll go ahead and allow the recreational. Right. In fact, opening the medical stores right now is kind of a good um, test run. Right. For what the recreational will do. Yeah, look. the community get used to it. They can see what's going to happen to the stores and, and those kind of things. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I hear lots of stuff, you know. Right. But on the, on the marijuana, basically, it's older 
um, more religious people that are right. totally against it. Right. Now, the people, I think, that show up at, the, at these meetings, they feel maybe even a little disrespect or, or unheard. What is... Uh, it seems to me you've been for allowing people to speak their piece on oh, this. Yeah. 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 And why overall do you think the council is limiting uh, hearing from the people that are against it? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, you know, you're speculating on other people's motives. But. Right. I, I'm sure the uh, reason they put up is we don't want to spend all night here. Right. You know, you give everybody three minutes and there's like 50 60 people. Right. You know, you're spending a lot of time. Right. Well, in my mind, it just seems like it would be, it would, it would create some goodwill at, at a certain level. And there's certainly a lot of animosity at this point. Yeah, and I, I'd really like to see the people working with us rather than attacking us. Right. You know, I mean, if, if you want something passed, at the last meeting, one of the uh, people, Vaughn Wassum, stood up and said that the actions of the people changed our minds. And it's true. I mean, that's what the people are coming here for, is to put their input in and to hope change our minds. Right. Right. So you think it's a good thing to listen to them? Oh, God, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anything else, I mean, that's kind of burning you do you want to say about this issue? Um, well, let, let me ask you this. Do you think the city of Clarkson has been fair to these guys that have opened up? Uh, were you against them opening up in the first place? I know they feel frustrated because they have state license and they put all this investment money into these stores, and now they're being stopped. Uh, what is your take on that? Uh, you know... From the straw poll that I kind of informally took before the first vote, right, it was going to wind up be a three-three with an abstention. Myself, right. So it, it would have the ban would have failed, and the store would have been able to open easily. Um, unfortunately, the demonstrations and lawsuits and, and stuff like this wound up switching votes, and it wasn't just my vote that switched. I mean, there was somebody that was actually for the marijuana that switched all the way to against it. Okay, so you're saying that the, the people came in and speaking, and the lawsuits from uh, the business owners so forth have gotten the backs up of certain council members and, and changed their vote on it. Right. Okay. Is there any way to, um, I mean, if the vote is actually that close, without their backs up, so to speak, is there any way to sort of um, bring it up in a way that it it can work? Yes. Lifting the bank. Which is which is why I myself would like to see a compromise. I mean, right. right now we've got two sides that are just dead set and they're right. not moving. Right. And we need to meet the middle someplace. Right. And to me, the medical is the exact middle point. Right. Now, I wouldn't say you're shy on the council, but, uh, well, maybe you are a little shy. You haven't really brought that up or it hasn't been, you know, presented that I way. I talked to a lot of people out, outside the chambers sure. and all that. And it's, it's the same thing I'm saying over and over again. So, um, yeah, I, I, I could say the same thing I've been saying. But people usually know my stance. And right, right. Okay, hey, George, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. On the seventh day. The terrors of tripping on fire. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! The tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Do it! And it made me go a little bonkers. Uh, maybe. Uh, 
control his space. Hi, big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, 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 what's up everybody? Today's Tuesday, July 7th, 2015. This is episode 159 of the Hotbox. I'm Matt. Got Nathan Betts joining us again all the way from Clarkston from Canada for Life. How you doing, Nathan? I'm great. How are you guys? Or how are you doing today, Matt? Good, man. Lots of uh, good weed reviews coming up uh, over on StuffStonersLike.com. Check that out. And I uh, just sent in my Vuber review for the Cosmos and the Atlas um, using the uh, the Atlas right here. So got a, a video up on YouTube and then a whole review uh, pictures and all that stuff should be up on StuffStonersLike.com soon. Uh, so we should start things out. We'll get an update from you on what's going on. Uh, there's a hearing coming up soon, if I understand right. We've got one coming up on August 4th for the deposition that we're uh, submitting on our behalf to file for losses and damages. And then September 17th and 18th, we go to a jury trial to find out if the court will, or sorry, if the jury will uh, find my owner of the store, his name's Kelly Jackson, uh, they'll find out if he is in fact guilty and needs to serve jail time or if he'll just get a slap on the wrist or if he will be found innocent. And at that time, they can uh, pretty much overturn the ban on the sale of marijuana in the town. So we have to wait all the way till the middle of September to have any sort of uh, justice served if, and that's a big if, July 13th, the next city council meeting, we could demand them to try and, li- or I don't want to use the word demand, that's not the right word. We could politely request that they uh, lift the ban and they have the power to do so at any time, honestly. And we've actually been told the supporters of the pro cannabis in town, um, the, cro- the pro cannabis supporters in town have actually. Um, been harassing the uh, the city council members, which I believe we might have talked about just a pinch last time. Um, but what, um, what we're trying to tell them is that we're not trying to harass you. We just want you to uphold the Constitution. This isn't about marijuana anymore. It hasn't been about marijuana for a long time. It's about you having the power to lift a ban that you put into place and it feels like blackmail a little bit because one thing I didn't really mention very much last time is, is that one thing was mentioned was that um, as long as there's litigation revolve, revolving around this issue, the ban will remain in place. Now tell me if that sounds like um, tyranny and blackmail to you. It's definitely uh, an issue of voter rights for sure. This is exactly what we saw in Montana with the repeal, the potential repeal, like we mentioned last episode uh, when we talked about this, but it is interesting that they're like, well, we could do this except for this pesky lawsuit that we are involved in. And it's like our fault for perpetrating. Exactly. So yeah. And you could easily, they could fix this easily. I mean, it could be fixed tomorrow. If so, they felt, you know, I could go back to work tomorrow. Yes. The way that house bill 2136 reads, um, the actual ban that's in place for our town is city ordinance number 1532. If anybody wants to go to Clarkston-Washington.com, uh, there is a way to get linked up right to 
our city ordinances and the ban that's in place is called ordinance number 1532. And as I believe it reads, as I have read it just the other day, the first and foremost concern that was uh, brought up by issuing the ban was that there wasn't enough tax revenue involved to get themselves concerned or their hands dirty with it. So they just banned it. So you want to, you want to talk corruption. You can go right down the line. Greed check. (laughs) What's next? Um, well, let's see, we've got greed and then we've got pride and then we've got, uh, just straight out tyranny, which they won't see it that way. They'll just, uh, they'll probably call that something along the lines of, uh, upholding the moral majority or upholding the silent majority is what they think they have. The federal upholding the federal law. I actually just came across something. I mean, it it doesn't really affect me, but I was doing some reading about wanting to go out to some state parks. And because I'm in Washington now, there's a whole, like, disclaimer on there that's like, yo, we know that you can smoke weed in Washington, and that's fine. These parks are are federal lands. So as it stands, federally, there's still no medicinal value, and weed is Schedule 1, and you can all get fined up to $5,000 and a little jail time if you're lucky. (laughs) So it's not that important smoke in a national park <laughs> right right what you can do is go smoke outside of the gates and be like oh my god this is the most amazing day ever let's go check out yosemite you know what i mean it's like, just a funny thing that they're like we know stoners love nature and we know that weed's coming into this park but we want to let you know that if we catch you and you look like you might have some money we're probably gonna fine you a bunch <laughs> exactly so make sure whatever it is you bring with you can be extinguished and properly disposed of exactly or doesn't doesn't just isn't just flower if you're gonna go smoke in the park be safe bring one of these or hey even bring a voober with you if you got one i mean all of these are great pieces to use and not getting uh, arrested in the park because as as someone who has a little experience talking to park rangers because they thought they smelled some weed and they wanted to talk about for a good two and a half hours like i can tell you that like you definitely don't want to experience that it will turn your like picturesque beautiful glacier park hike into a nightmare Oh, yeah, definitely. Like um, that. <laughs> question, how do you talk for two and a half hours on a subject without having any, like, you're in trouble or you're not in trouble? No, like, a lot of it, a lot of it was like, I am Spartacus, and I am. Uh, we had a group of people, and everyone pretty much kept quiet, and then... Yeah. He separated us one by one and, you know, got the quiet thing. So that whole thing took a while. Plus, letting us sit there and allegedly giving us time to ditch whatever we had on us into the river while he wasn't lurking was helpful. But it it was a very, like, psychological, like, we're going to wait these kids out and someone's going to crack. It's probably going to be that girl right there or that other kid that's shaking. Like, you could see him and they had their good old boy attitude. Like, they were all getting together and like, all right, who should we take in first? And yeah, yeah. long story short, at the end of it, I I ended up going up to one of them. I was like, all right, listen, you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. We were smoking a joint. It's gone. Like, it was a joint. That's why you're not finding weed on us, this and that. And he's like, thank you for being honest. Now let's all go up to the car. And he marched us all back up to the parking lot and then ended up letting us go. 
and was oh, like, well, you're lucky well, we didn't have cocaine on you, is what he said. Right. Like, he w- he had, like, a weird, he's like, you better not be trafficking cocaine through my park, was his thing. Yeah, and he's like, if you're going to smoke, doing, go somewhere else where people don't smell it. And we were like, all yeah. right, well, we're leaving, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, well, and if anything held true and anything you just said is that the cop did one last ditch effort to be like, here's my power. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You know I, mean? <laughs> I can flex on you one more time. Check this out. I'm going to march you all the way up here and I've got nothing else. All right. Behold. It, it was like, you don't want me to make the phone call to bring the head ranger down. Cause if he has to get out of bed and come down and talk to a bunch of stoners, he is not going to be happy. We're like, don't come down here. Rip some asshole. Yeah. <laughs> It totally was. We were all like, all right, are we going to jump into the river and, you know, yeah. probably drown or the river are there? <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, interesting. He held up his end of the bargain and acted exactly as if he were a friggin cop. I oh, mean, until the end when when I was honest with him and then he was like he was over it and he didn't he knew he wasn't going to get anything out of us. We all kept quiet like it was. It was like the stalemate, and then I gave him something. I was like, okay, we were, it's gone now. What do you want to (laughs) do? Like, are you hauling all nine of us in, or are we going to go on our separate way? You want to wait till this process is out either in my pee or my poo, because you can have it in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I will poop in the woods right here. I'll get you an evidence bag and everything. (laughs) You can hold it. I'll let you hold it, and we'll, yeah. So, (laughs) politics can change all of these things. Oh my god, politics can change your life, dude. It sucks. Politics can change your life. So, do you want to... There was uh, an interview conducted. Do you know who the guy that was asking the questions was in this clip of audio we have? Yes, he is the News on the Fly guy. He is uh, dailyfly.com, and his name is Michael Johns, is the one asking the interviewee, or interviewing the interviewee. Okay. And we is named George Nash. He is a city council member. And just as a disclaimer, if we're getting to this right now, um, just as a disclaimer, we're not bringing this up to back one of the city council members that we have around here. Um, we hope that on the 13th they do the right thing. But there's just so many factual inaccuracies within this that I just wanted to point some of them out and clear some of them up because – there was no rebuttal to this video. So I'd like this to be my official rebuttal to some of the misinformation that you and I can both freaking disseminate. Testify to. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, we'll play this audio. We'll put links to it. If you want to watch the actual video, uh, over in the show notes, hotboxpodcast.com. Who's on the fly guy here. And I am with, uh, Clarkson city councilman, uh, George Nash. We're inside the council chambers at the moment. And, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about marijuana. Uh, the council, and Clarkson has banned it. Uh, George, let's, let's clarify yeah. that. I, I, clarify I've brought a little bit. this yes. up several times. What I believe has been banned has been recreational. Recreational sales. Now these are stores that have been trying to to open. Right. You know, as long as they've got a business license, as long as they're selling. Okay. Time out. In the first minute, mistruth number one, and I don't even think he meant to because he uses the word believe. Instead of knowing or reading or looking the up, he believes that recreational marijuana and medical marijuana, get this, he believes that they are still two separate entities, two separate things. He does not realize 26 and 52 essentially did that. 
So misinformation number one, that is categorically untrue. Who's on the fly guy here, and I am with uh, Clarkson City Councilman uh, George Nash. We're inside the council chambers at the moment, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about marijuana. Uh, the council in Clarkson has banned it. Uh, George? Let's, let's clarify yeah. that. I, clarify I, I a little bit, yes. I've brought this up several times. What I believe has been banned is recreational. Recreational sales. Now, these right. stores that are trying to be sales are right. have been have been. They've got a business license as long as they're selling medical. As far as I'm concerned, are, are perfectly set and legitimate legal. Right. So he's saying if it's if it's this might be hard to hear. Uh, I'm not sure, but he's basically just saying that if it's medical, you're fine. Because you're recreational, you're illegal, which is opposite what the will of the voters said in Washington, where it is actually legal. And unlike Oregon, we're not waiting till October because it's been legal for like the last two years. So. Since, la- since November of 2012, this was voted upon. Since January of 2013, this has been law. But what's, what the problem is is because he keeps on saying he believes as far as he's concerned. So as far as he's concerned, I can just go down there and start selling medical marijuana to medical people. What the, how can you delineate a difference between that? 2136 doesn't allow you to do that unequivocally does not allow you to do that. You cannot be a medical shop. Eventually you'll be able to knock the taxes off when you provide your medical marijuana card in July, 2016, but still he doesn't even know that. Grasping for straws a little bit, or maybe just that's what he's been told. And he doesn't, I know in Montana, a lot of those people just didn't care enough to look into it. So they took what either the, uh, running, uh, what's it called? Their line, their party line consensus oh, is they will just accept that and regurgitate that however many ways they want, or they will look into it, in which case you'll hear that educated, you know, side. But if you and I, yeah. so that's the only reason that I have any dog in this this fight to to rebut any of this information that's the only reason because there are people that are on his side of the the aisle the anti-people that are just going to be like yep amen brother validating it yeah because they won't know they won't know the freaking difference they won't go bother to freaking look it up no they don't care it doesn't affect them or their constituents so they think but we'll see what isn't and is affecting once it's time to re-elect people but you can be god dang sure if he was on our side and gave that interview, there'd be 45 people just looking that up and there'd be oh, 45 yeah. little videos to it. Oh, yeah. But, but since the, he is who he is, there wasn't. So that's the only thing. So, now, yes, continue with the misinformation. Uh, when you say recreational, there's, there is a difference. Um, but you also said, you told me earlier that you awesome. did vote to have marijuana legal here. Right. Right. So, and you see... You've said something about the law being different than what you originally right. thought. We voted right? on a referendum, and um, it said we were going to get um, tax money from the sale of marijuana, which is state cap. And I, through the so basically going out of a play out of Montana's book, where everyone that was against it was like, "This isn't what we voted for." Like that was their go-to, and it's so weird after being there and seeing all that happen, and now watching it happen here with with you guys. It's like an identical, like they got the memo, the Republican email listserv yeah. memo that's like, here are your marijuana talking points for the day. Derp, derp, yeah. derp, you know. 
It's, so the people who wow. like to smoke that devil's lettuce, here's how to uh, stomp them into the ground with their own laws. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Oh, by the way, I got every single one of those laws wrong. Sorry. Come on, use your head. Sorry, guys. I know that's my job, but... I know I was elected to do a job and be good at it, but, you know, F that. I'm just going to go with what feels good right here. This feels good right here because sitting to the left and to the right of me are people who are validating that misinformation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. The process we're voting on, we we're going to get um, broader medical dispensaries. Right. Which is well, not true. condensed down. Right. So that people would actually go to these. Right. See, he's making it sound like medical and recreational are getting like they they rolled it into one because he didn't think anyone would go to medical shops once recreational took like is that what they're thinking? I mean, I can't make any other sense out of it other than that. The only thing I can figure out, Matt, is that he's so he's so dead set against. Um, or sorry, he's so dead set about making medical marijuana legal and recreational pot illegal in our town. And that's what the whole crux of the matter is. And the whole crux of this seven minute interview is that he says so many just untrue things because he's so misinformed that he will tell us here in about a, about another minute that he believes on July 24th that we could open our shop again as a medical only marijuana shop. Wow. Well, that's January of 2016. Second of all, you can never, ever, 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 because 2136, 502, and 5052, not 1550, like he misquotes here in his um, You can't do that. You have one and not the other. You are going to have a recreational store that will serve medical people, or you'll have nothing at all. And that's what he refuses to get into his thick school convinced that medical can exist without recreation untrue with the way the rock law is written look it up freaking learn a book books have words words are hard some of them do yeah (laughs) so that the taxes would come to them because medical marijuana is is tax-free right that i think you know the the states like i said they've been fighting with different medical things and, and, and marijuana right. laws all through this past uh, year and everything. So I don't know what they're doing. They, I think they just passed 1550, which says medical dispensaries are allowed. Right. 1552! Like he he Fif- thinks, though. Fif- he thinks. Two. Not hard. He thinks. Now, this... <laughs> This isn't law. He's like, I no, think. I think it's 1550, I think. Hey, hey, hey. Horseshoes and hand grenades. Whatever. Sure. We're close. Unbelievable. And I mean, for I feel like that should be what we're doing. We should be like, yeah. oh, it's 1550-something. I don't know. I'm going to get high again. Hold on. It's something. It's something. You, I mean, you got a Google machine right there. It's no, something. you and I are freaking smart. We can memorize two freaking numbers. It's or something a we voted on. I don't know. That's unbelievable. That is the crux of the – that one misstatement is the crux of all of the mi- misinformation within this freaking interview. Do you think if, been, Do you think if you told him that? And was like, uh, actually, it's it's this that he'd be like, oh, well, my bad. Here's my vote. Maybe 
Honestly, he seems uh, in the course of seven minutes. The one thing that I can say about him is that if someone was someone was to objectively come up and be like, "Hey, man, that wasn't fifteen fifty. It's actually fifty fifty two. And without fifty fifty two, we have no twenty one thirty six. And without one twenty one thirty six, there's none of this. And this isn't a problem at all. So how about we read what twenty one thirty six says? How about we read what fifty fifty two says? Not fifteen fifty, moron. And let's be educated about what's going on here and you can't so that one statement that we just paused on and if you can rewind 10 seconds that'd be great but the one the one statement we just paused on is the entire reason for this whole debacle what they're doing they i think they just passed 1550 which says medical dispensaries are allowed right and that would be like 24th this month Right. No, 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 is, no, no, no. Is there something happening on the 24th of this month? Like, is there... Nothing I'm aware of, nothing? except for that it's going to precede the freaking 23rd, the, or whatever, the, the 25th, the, I mean. Happy 24th of July. Yay! Yay. What are we celebrating? 20, <laughs> 20 days after the 4th, which is 420, I guess, if you want to look oh, at it that way. Perfect! That's Matt, it. you're Numbers, yo. Yeah. Yeah, it's you can't understand what the state is doing, right? And people are coming to us, you know, demanding us to do stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Hold That's on, true. people like want us to do stuff, and we're just yeah. like, yeah, what do you want us to do? Well, you know what? I'm busy walking to work and being head cook at a freaking restaurant. What else do you want from me? That's what's happening here. Can you believe these people? coming to us like they want us to do stuff like they actually voted for us and they actually want something from me i took this job so i could get 650 dollars free a month it wasn't all those promises of like when i'm elected i'll do this for you was it like you didn't go and make any promises did you Oh, he's ran, uh, all of those guys ran unopposed for so long, they didn't have to promise shit. That's amazing to me, that you don't even have to make fake promises and wrap them in sugar-coated lies to get elected in the first place. Like, that blows my mind, right? Wake up and have a heartbeat. Man, that's that's phenomenal. That's almost like being born into a king, being, being born into Game of Thrones. Yes. You know, like it's so close to that. Like, just keep the, the bloodline going. Of being born into Game of Thrones, not being not yeah. the part where you get all the shit thrown all over you. No, right. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but maybe a little shame. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, he looks like a king. Why you say that? Because he ain't got shit over him. <laughs> shame. Oh, shame. <laughs> oh, goodness. So these stores in town, uh, Counter for Life and Greenfield, could they. Um, sell medical marijuana after the 24th would that be possible they can hey you just got the okay i i heard it we all heard it here on the show he just told you hey after four after the 24th of july happy independence day times two you can sell medical weed so cool but how do you with 2136 and this is that's the problem with 2136 how do you sell medical marijuana matt you you don't you don't you really don't legally it doesn't go into effect until july 2016 so what are we talking about just complete like straw man i have no better logical fallacy than like and moving the goalposts i guess 
I don't something, know. Something. Making up goalposts at this point. I mean, yeah, I'm going to say on, on July 43rd, you guys oh. can just go ahead and sell medical marijuana. Yeah, you know what? You go for it. Go or ahead. August 12th, whatever, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Numbers, that's, man. Well, that's, that's an interesting <laughs> dynamic. Uh, also, now you said, are you are you against recreational sales here I'm in town? I'm against recreational, yes. Okay. Can you explain your, your reasoning behind that? Um, can can you explain that, considering your constituents were not against it? Like, I understand your beliefs and all, but should you be voting with those beliefs? That's No. no. It, a, as an officer of his bench, he is supposed to be impartial and freaking everything else that means being right in the middle of the road and all he's supposed to do, all, all a city council is supposed to do, Matt, they're not supposed to be involved in any of this crap right now. All they're supposed to do is collect funds and allocate them. Collect funds and allocate them. Well, we're ringing a pretty big fund bell here, and they're ignoring the allocation of said funds. So, it's it's a drug, right? You're not selling Prozac, Lyrica, and Oxycontin to everybody out on the street. Now, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> would it be better if we were? It could be. Like, what are you saying? This is this is a drug. It's not oxycontin, yeah. dude. This is a drug. Like, yeah. What? You got to go to a pharmacy to go get Lyrica and oxycontin and all of those things. And for all intents and purposes, we are a individualized pharmacy that sells one freaking root product that has many applications and many different types of products that go along with it. But we sell. One freaking thing, which is a anti-narcotic. But even so, even with all of those stringent DEA rules and laws and checks and tracks and all that in place, you know people are still selling pills on the streets. So sir, even with this system they've been using for however many decades, like it still doesn't work. So I don't understand your whole hang up on the marijuana part where there's like a whole other side here that's completely broken and that kills people. Like there are death rates and epidemics in things happening with that, you know? And I'm not missing marijuana isn't um there are people to be addicted to any porn, uh, narcotics, marijuana, alcohol, or textbooking, textbooking, hello. Um, uh, you can be addicted to any type of thing if you have an addictive personality. So, yes, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, marijuana doesn't have any, you know, no acts of marijuana ever. That's not the point. There's, there's addicts to every single, single thing. Honestly, there's freaking addicts to religion. I mean, there, that's, and that might be what we're facing here. So, yeah, there's problems with everything across the board, but we don't demonize anything except for marijuana or anything else that you have been told since the 1930s is wrong or immoral or you'll, you know, you'll go to, 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 uh, to jail or to hell or both. You'll go to hell. Right. Right. You're, you're selling them to the people who need it medically. Right. And to me, marijuana is the same thing. It is another timeout. Mm -hmm. On the street, he used the phrase on the street. We are categorically 
off the street and trying to eradicate the people that do sell it on the street. That's what we're trying to do. That's the whole point of having a shop to you go into. So you go and get yourself off the street and behind closed doors and you go and you make a purchase and it's all legal and it's all this, 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 and this. And it's none of the freaking getting off the street. And that's another problem with what we're dealing with here. They're just assuming that they're keeping drugs off the street by keeping our shop closed. Well, no, you're getting them more onto the street is what you're doing. Yeah, that that whole assumption is completely ridiculous, and they have to know, because, again, even with your stringent rules and laws, there are still those drugs on the street. Like, you can't even keep your drugs that you're trafficking from Afghanistan poppy fields here. You can't even keep those off the street, and maybe you don't want them off the street. I mean, street prices, a lot more money, you know? Um, I've been in contact recently with one of the members of the uh, Tri-Cities uh, Tri-Cities or Quad Cities. I think it's called the Quad Cities Drug Task Force is what it's called. And I was just chit-chatting with him and, it, and I was like, so man, what's uh, what's hot and happening in the uh, in that world? And he's like, you know, meth and heroin, dude. Heroin's making a big, bad comeback with And why really- is that? Oh, because everyone got hooked on your oxys and then they couldn't afford your oxys. But guess what they can't afford? Exactly. Yeah. So he's saying that there's a shocking amount of people that are addicted to heroin and a a shocking number of young people like still in high school that have tried heroin and are, you know, getting involved in the heroin scene. So that's a big deal. And I was like, yeah, man, if only there was a freaking tax measure that we could actually, you know, collect some money and help you guys out. Oh, wait, there is. It's called 2136. And a big portion of that goes to reducing the black market. Weird. That is so crazy. It's written right into the freaking terminology of the bill. We have to use a certain amount of for public education, uh, reducing the black market. And the word black market is literally written into the law somewhere. I don't remember what page it's on, but it literally says to help reduce the black market. That's amazing. If you're reading the law, I want you to take a screenshot of that and send it to me. Info at hotboxpodcast.com. I'd love to put it on the site just to have. I to link to it after we're done here. I'll, I'll, I'll email it to you while we're talking. Nice. And uh, if I can still find it. Narrowly, I believe that they were in favor of sales here in town, yes, right? It seems to me, and I may be wrong, most of the people that show up at your meetings are for you folks lifting the ban on recreational sales. But they've always cited medical reasons. Right. Yes, I can respond to that reason. We cite medical reasons for opening a recreational pop shop because that is the only way that the 90 percentile of people that are our clients can get a hold of medical marijuana. So just because we have to open our doors with a recreational label on us doesn't mean that our hearts as people that work there aren't after the people that are seeking marijuana for medical reasons. So yes, we are fighting for a recreational pot shop to help people with medical needs. That's the only way 2136 is going to allow us to do that. But you're, you're doing that also because you have to like, that is the climate of this whole 
industry like there isn't going to be a medical like if there it's not there it's non-existent so he doesn't understand that it's like no we actually went into this market because we want to sell weed to people that like to get crazy and effed up and party not people that were actually helping with uh ailments you know like he has no clue it's and that's that's terrible that you're making decisions based on no clue (laughs) yeah it's 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 mind-numbingly irritating to hear things like this. I listened to this seven-minute interview, and I started shouting at my phone to the point where my wife got involved <laughs> by minute point four five four six right when right around the time he starts talking about the band. <laughs> I just start shouting at my phone and I get louder and louder. I'm like, what the hell? Well, and I'll tell you. You're wrong about this and you're wrong about that. Nobody, nobody cares. And I found the, uh, I found it. We care though, because you know what? We're three minutes into the seven minute interview and 33 minutes into the podcast. So that's how much we we Those are, those were the broad strokes that I wanted to hit. I wanted to hit those main topics that we already got to. Well, that's those what I was are- going to ask. The rest of it's him pretty much just validating his. And, of course, we'll link to it so you can listen to the whole thing uninterrupted and all that. Uh, it's on the Facebook Free the Choice page. Am I wrong? It is from – let me – What page is it on? That. I thought it was on a Facebook page. I'm, I'm sorry. It is from Free the Choice, and it is from like uh, June twenty seventh. It's from it's from last week sometime. So you'll okay. have to scroll through. I'm pretty active on that Free the Choice page. So anybody that's scrolling through that, you'll need to scroll through piles and piles of cuteness and awareness that I've been bringing up. <laughs> but it's from like last Thursday, I want to say maybe. Okay, and like I said, we'll have a link to it in the show notes uh, over at hotboxpodcast.com. Um, so let's let's move on a little bit. This is kind of interesting, yeah. and I think needs the other side of it told as well. Uh, out of Olympia, Washington, uh, apparently a Seattle man, he was in a car crash with a 26, uh, with, with an organ lady, uh, and she died, he didn't, and when oh. the cops came and investigated the scene, they said that, it was because of marijuana. Now, what might have led them to make that assessment? They just smelled it, and then, you know, he was like, oh, I, I must have smoked weed or something. Um, as you all know, anyone that smokes weed, what he did here was driving a Chrysler 300 at speeds over 100 miles an hour when he clipped the Volkswagen Jetta and rolled them into a ditch. So, not... No. I mean, I, I, I don't, not stone behavior, not stone driving. Not, I don't. I mean, I've gotten caught in crossfires before where. He told the cops that he just fell asleep while driving and then the cops smelled weed. Uh, okay. They conducted the evaluation, which then revealed he was under the influence. So now that a field test, did he pee test? Was that actively, was he actively under the influence or had he had it in the last 24 hours? Cause there's a, literally there is a difference. A blood test. I mean, was there weed like in his hair follicles from six right. months ago? 
And and I don't know, weed will make you fall asleep, I guess, but I feel like if you're in a situation like that, you're not going to, and if you are, it's probably because you were up for, like, two weeks straight on meth, or not, just being up, and then you, like, got in the car, smoked a joint, and, like, fell asleep, and then hit this poor lady. Any sort of sleep deprivation at all, (laughs) I mean... And there's really not much info. That's literally, like, all it is, so. Well. But what we keep seeing, and what I wanted to address, is the headlines, marijuana played role in July 4th crash that killed Oregon woman. Marijuana played a role. Marijuana, 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 the first word. State Patrol says marijuana played a role in July 4th crash. Now, played a role to what capacity? See, say it's just like the interview we got just got done talking about for 30 minutes and didn't even make it all the way through. <laughs> you, you say one thing, and that's the people that are already on your side or the people that are already um, wanting to agree with you or of the mind to probably agree with you are going to take that for verbatim and be like, see, told you so. I don't here's, like the- here's our poster. I don't like the concept, though, that that slippery slope goes down. You could go in there and say, well, the officer also smelled oxygen, nitrogen, and a little bit of argon. Sure. And, then, and maybe that was, then maybe that, he was messed up on that. You know, like, it's, it's a weird correlation without causation type of thing. And to be making assessments like that, I, I feel like, is, is very not professional. Agreed. Uh, so they issued a search warrant for a blood test to determine whether Martin was intoxicated at the time of the crash, and the results are pending. So you really don't even know, but then they're going to base that on their law, which is however many nanograms per microliter of blood, or nanograms per liter of blood, or something like that. So that's not necessarily proving impairment. That's just proving that, yes, he did have a certain amount of whatever this cannabinoid metabolized into in his system. Yeah, which could stay there for up to another three to five weeks. Exactly. Or that could have been whatever shows up in his test could have been from three to five weeks ago. I mean, there's just... I'm not saying that he's not guilty. Who knows? There are people that make bad decisions on every type of substance. There are people that make terribly bad decisions, completely stone cold sober. So you know what just- they did? They have somebody that is their their job title is drug recognition expert, mm. and so the cop, the trooper, the state trooper smells the weed on this guy and conducts an evaluation, bringing in the drug recognition expert who was like, yes, he is under the influence. I wonder I wonder how unbiased that whole thing is, you know? Like it's, yeah. It's what are the tell. credentials to be a drug recognition expert? I feel like I could I have ten thousand hours. I mean I'm a drug recognition expert. I don't have ten thousand, but I probably got And I'm saying, too, just because I can recognize drugs doesn't mean I can recognize you being impaired on drugs. I mean, I could, but I'm not saying, you know, that's that's not a a correlating thing. Yeah, yeah. And with something that you can just go back and... Oh, interesting. If you read through the Facebook comments here, some of them uh, point that he was drinking. So, 
Uh, any definitive test? This is uh, by someone named Kathy here. She says he was drunk. Cannabis had nothing to do with it. Any definitive test for that would only show that he might have had some in his system sometime in the past, but not necessarily close enough to the time of the accident to have any effect on his driving. Had he really been under the influence of cannabis, he would never have been going that fast. Cannabis drivers may get stopped for going too slow. People normally serve about five years for murdering someone while drunk driving. But if they decide it was the cannabis, based on no evidence at all, he will get jail for life. Well, let's see. While, while we're figuring out the bandwidth issue here, um, the next story I did want to mention was uh, out of Montana. We have a gentleman that wants to actually get marijuana legalized, or as I like to say, re-legalized, in order to fund public schools, which all sounds like a great idea and everything, but as far as the public schools being open to that idea, you know, I, I don't see them being very uh, embracive, I guess. Uh, this guy's named Anthony Variano. He's a 29-year-old sports reporter from Glendive, submitted his initiative ballot issue 7 to the state to permit people age 21 or older to consume or process limited amounts of marijuana. You mean possess because you wrote process. Anyway, uh, he says there are so many uses for it beyond recreational use. Uh, it has medical value, and it can also be used in rope. So, I mean, medicine, rope, you can get high, whatever you need. Uh, it's one of the strongest fibers on earth. He says our schools are suffering. I know Glendive's superintendent went out to Minnesota recently to recruit teachers, and he came back saying none of them were interested in coming here. Weird. Uh, Variano said that in states like Washington and Colorado, where mar uh, recreational marijuana is legal, the economy thrives, and he believes Montana is missing out on the same opportunity. I firmly believe that, too. Legalize it so I can go back home. Uh, so then you have the other side of this, this argument, which is Steve Zabwa. And uh, he's, he's the Billings car dealer guy. He's always like... Totally anti-marijuana, completely, n there's like no basis in, in reality or fact or truth or anything that he says. So uh, he basically, he's like, I don't want this, this happening. I don't want weed here at all. He's going to uh, get rid of it completely if he has his say, which is completely disgusting. But uh, yeah. 2016 ballot that will ban the use of marijuana in state. Any marijuana. Wow. So, Variano and Zabla each need 50,000 signatures to get the initiatives on the ballot. Let's really hope that he doesn't completely remove it. Because if that happens, I feel like then I will never be able to go home, and that sucks, so. Uh, Variano is going to ride his bike around the state for 50 days and stop in each town to campaign and collect signatures. So definitely, if you see him, tell Matt from the Hotbox said hi. Stop by Kalispell and get a bunch of signatures. Uh, he's got a GoFundMe account set up to fund the trip. Hopes to make a thousand dollars. So check that out. Uh, signed petition sheets can be submitted to county election administrators starting October 19th. So there you go. Apparently the internet disconnected, so that's always fun. I think this is kind of interesting, a little uh, talking about research uh, for PTSD. Uh, it's an article on the psychi Psychiatry Advisor about why the use of marijuana is critical for this research in treating PTSD. Uh, and they say the use of medical marijuana to treat patients with treatment-resistant post-traumatic stress disorder is supported by a number of sources 
including, of course, lab animals, functional MRI, imaging in humans, and anecdotal reports from countless health practitioners and patients. Additionally, clinical research in Israel evaluating medical marijuana as treatment for PTSD has been promising. So um, this is Sue Sisley, MD. She says she's going to be conducting her own study of cannabis in PTSD and hopes of helping to get this valuable therapy available for those that need it. They will test four strands of smoked marijuana, each containing different concentrations of THC and CBD uh, in two three-week stages as a pharmacological agent to manage PTSD symptoms in 76 military vets. Uh, now, I, I feel like you should also, and I'm sure you're a doctor, you know this, but keep in mind, is the full plant, all of the terpenes, the cannabinoids, not just those two, so you might have better luck studying all of them, but yeah, who knows? Uh, it's definitely a good spot to start. Uh, they say the primary measured outcome will be the clinician-administered PTSD scale, uh, alongside extensive secondary outcomes, including sleep patterns, depression, withdrawal symptoms, metabolic and inflammation panels and self-reporting by the patients. The study is a collaboration between the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, MAPS, uh, this lady here, this doctor, and researchers at Johns Hopkins University, University of Colorado, and the University of Pennsylvania. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. It's definitely good to see. It's really good to see things like marijuana helping things like PTSD, considering the federal government sends people over to these wars and to do these things, and they come back and they have all this PTSD. The federal government still says cannabis has no medical benefits, but it's good to see that, you know, the weed can help treat all of this BS they're putting our brothers and sisters through. So, interesting stuff. Uh, let's see. I think I want to mention, uh, Illinois, they are finally starting to hire for their medical marijuana businesses. So that's awesome. Uh, if you live in Illinois, you might be able to finally look into a job in the cannabis industry yourself. So very cool there. Uh, let's see. $70 million in tax revenue was generated for Washington State in one year of legal marijuana. So definitely more numbers getting put up on the board. The Washington State Liquor Control Board, the government body charged with overseeing the state's marijuana industry, reports that state pot shops sold more than $257 million worth of marijuana, generating more than $64 million through July 1st, thanks to the state's marijuana excise tax. He says you add in local sales, other taxes, and Washington state and local governments have collected more than $70 million, roughly doubling the state's original marijuana tax revenue forecast of $36 million for the first year of sales. So, very, very cool there. He says despite the state's slow start getting its regulated pot industry off the ground and early concerns about marijuana shortages... <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, the Evergreen State topped Colorado's first year of marijuana tax revenue of about $44 million. While voters in both states legalized rec marijuana in 2012, Colorado became the first state and first government in the world to regulate marijuana production and sales when its first shops opened in January 1st, 2014. First marijuana shops in Washington State didn't open until July of that year. So they had a little head start, but we're definitely catching up here. 
Uh, some more numbers. In the first year of legalization, Washington State's marijuana businesses sold more than 22,000 pounds of marijuana and 700,000 marijuana-infused edible products, including solids and the liquids. Good stuff. Uh, state cultivators, harv- cultivators harvested nearly 60,000 pounds of marijuana flour. And the state has approved more than 6 million square feet of plant canopy to produce marijuana to date. Uh, so... Hopefully, that will keep expanding, and we'll see these profits and taxes and all this good stuff keep coming in. So, yay! All right, I think we're going to wrap it up here. We got an interview with Jim from Vuber uh, tomorrow, so that'll be cool, and I'll just throw that in right here at the end of this episode. And, uh, yeah, you can check out all our stuff over at hotboxpodcast.com. Again, sorry for the internet issues. CenturyLink just having some, some problems. Apparently getting their DSL dick in the dirt. This thing's been disconnecting like for the last three days. No fun. So hotboxpodcast.com, that's the site. Check it out. Check out all of my weed reviews and other fun reviews like the Vuber Pens and the Quartz Castle and all that cool stuff over on stuffstonerslike.com. And of course, keep up with what Nathan's doing and the fight over in Clarkston, Canna for Life. This guy's Facebook page and everything there. We'll put links to all that stuff in the show notes at hotboxpodcast.com. Definitely thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube page, mine and Hotbox, and uh, we'll talk to you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google Plus, all that stuff. So have a great day. If you like, you we, like we, this we, is where you, where need, you to need to be. be. <laughs> If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to Hot Box.